Hi, and welcome to the Sustainable Socials Podcast. I'm AK Mulford. And I'm Ann Kemp. We're here to help you grow your online community, develop holistic strategies for your brand, avoid social media burnout, and simply have more fun. Join us each week for a deep dive discussion into the world of social media and marketing mindset as a whole. If you want even more social media and marketing support, join our community at patreon.com slash sustainable socials. Hello. Well, hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm in my new office. Yes, you are. Is this the first time we're recording in here? No. Have we done one before? I can't remember. I don't think. I think because the last time we got together, were we in New Zealand? We were together here. For- oh, yeah. I think we did one at the other house in Australia where I was still outside. But I'm think, finally yes. in an office and I'm very excited. You're in your office. You're in your new place. And you guys are all done. You're out of the old house. You're into the new one officially, right? Yes. Yay. And I'm slowly getting the office set up. Pretty soon there'll be bookshelves behind me and we'll have like calendars on the wall, planners and things. And all I'm the- very excited. All the, all the office fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) And I'm not in my office because it's in the middle. We've got a bunch of crap shoved in it right now because that's what's happened with that room. Because as you know, (laughs) something is under renovation in this house. (laughs) We're moving some things around and it actually has me looking in my office um, differently and trying to see if I'm going to set it up differently right now. But We'll see. It's we like shall see. We'll find out in the next YouTube video. Yeah, pretty much. Like if something, if I'm actually going to do anything or if it's just like one of those wishful Pinterest board moments, if I could do all this, but yeah, never mind. That requires energy. <laughs> yep, exactly. I feel you. <laughs> um, we get to welcome a new patron this week. Yay. I'm going to say welcome to Carrie who joined us. And we are so happy that you are. Welcome, Carrie. Yay, we've got Carrie. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm going to jump into it because we have, yes. we got an email a couple of weeks ago from Lolo Page. And wow, she was really like in that email. We just kind of figured out that she needs to find some joy like we all do, like when we get stuck because in the authors are wearing all of the hats and in the email, we're going to actually address a couple of things she talked about with her permission. So thank you, Lolo, first off for emailing us back and yes, for being a newsletter subscriber and sharing the struggle, because just so you know, that struggle that you bring up is something that we see a lot of. So and much. Yeah. So much. Um, do you want to start first to like, do you, yeah. do we deconstruct? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so, so the, the title of this episode is all the rumors aren't true. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so We're pulling funny. a little bit of Lizzo out. <laughs> aren't true. Um, but yes. Uh, you know, the, the I, f- I felt that email. I felt it. I felt the frustration because <laughs> I think too. we've all been there and we all know how that feels. But uh, one of the things that really stood out to me um, was there was a few times that was basically saying like, I'm doing everything as advised, like I'm doing all the right stuff. I'm doing the things people are telling me to do that are supposed to work. And I wanted to like, like grab that with my magic claw <laughs> and just like pull it up and be like, let's try and light on that bit for a sec. Because I feel like this happens a lot where enough people will say, this is the thing you need to do to make 
something successful or make it work, especially on TikTok. And then it just becomes truth. Like it just becomes this like fact that nobody can verify is true and doesn't come from TikTok HQ. And it's just kind of like this rumor mill that has been created of like this, these are the things you need to do for success. And usually it comes from a place of love of somebody else who does those things and is successful with them. Yeah. And um, and then the this is where I put my biology hat on because if the experiment isn't replicatable, like if you do it time and time again and have it always be true, then it isn't true. It's just true for them. Mm-hmm. Um And so I think a lot, I see so many people doing things that other people told them are the things that work and they're not working for them. And then they feel like it's them that's broken and them that's doing all the wrong things. And for some reason, they're not working when it's really like they're playing a different person's game and not the one that they should be playing. They're not making the content that brings them joy. They're not making the things that are fun for them. They're not producing stuff on a schedule or a timeline that works for them. They're putting maybe too much energy into making too many videos. Maybe they're posting too many times a day. Maybe they're making seven second videos when they want to be making three minute long videos talking about all of the ins and outs of some sort of specific thing with writing or their book. And because they feel like they like quote unquote should be doing that content yes, and it's not working. It just all gets internalized as like, I'm the one who's failing here instead of this advice that this person gave me isn't actually true for everyone. And maybe I should be just trying to do the things that I enjoy and that work for me, even if it's not what I, I quote unquote should be doing. Yeah, no, that is so because, you know, a lot of that comes up to, I see it happening. Um, you know, it's the rumor that happens like the, the urban myth, it's the social media yeah. myth that happens. So and, often. and I see it all the time. And I don't even, I don't bother to comment in these groups because I just don't feel like opening myself up to the DMs or to the questions that would start to come in. But I constantly see in these groups, one person will go in, they'll put, you know, they're, being, and like you said, from a place of love, here's what works yeah. for me. And I can remember seeing the post that this, that I think Lolo was probably talking about that would have started the one that began at our ground zero. <laughs> I even know the Facebook group it comes out of. Yes. Somebody went in and went seven in. seconds, three times a day, three hashtags. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and it was, but it was seven seconds hitting it on this beat, doing this with this at this many seconds. I do this. Like there was such a detail to the way this one person had put up their post and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and a lot of people do that. They go in and go, cause they're excited. They're sharing, you know, this is what is working for me right now, but that doesn't mean it's always going to work. And then when you put that thing out there and then you get people trying to replicate what worked for this one author. Mm-hmm. We still don't know all the facts happening with this one author. We don't know, do they have a Kindle daily deal happening? Do they have ads in the background? Do they have another promotion of some sort? Are they involved in a book funnel promo? What are the other things that could be, if they're not doing anything, I would love to see that 
analytics of like, where, how are things hovering? Were you kind of humming along like at an even steady pace? And then you've got that one or two days where TikTok gave you the spike, then it drops because you don't know how to keep the engagement going now because mm-hmm. you accidentally landed into a beautiful pile of marshmallow fluff. And now you're just laying there licking your spoon, really excited. Yeah. Um, like, and and also, I get all I, these feelings. <laughs> I think that it's kind of like a self-selecting thing too. The people who post and share about their success based on their methods, are like the people who think that their methods are the reason that they have success, right? So there's, you don't see a lot of people posting in those groups going, I just made a five second video in a hoodie and my PJs saying, go buy my book and it went viral. And so that's my method because they don't think it's their method. They just are making content organically and intuitively and it's working for them. And so you don't, get that feedback. So you think it's all people who have a strategy who are doing these very like clever, creative things and have a method that is working for them. And therefore that is the method when there's lots of people who are just like, I don't know, I just wanted to make a video today. And so I made one about how like this person's related to this person and isn't that cool. And that's kind of like my book. And then people went and bought it, you know, so people aren't posting those video so you don't have the comparison of the fact that there's lots of people making content very successfully in a much more kind of holistic way uh so i think that like that's important to keep in mind because the only people you see saying they have success is the people who are the ones who are inclined to share their methods already you know yeah yeah and you know until like Looking at that sentence too, that when Lola was talking about that seconds rule, because we saw that seven second rule start to pop up and take off last year when we began our journey was was one of the things that we talked Mm -hmm. about with the the groups that we were seeing last August, but it's that short versus long content. And Mm -hmm. yes, one of the things with TikTok where I do feel this rumor sparked out of was because TikTok did come out with one of their algorithm updates or changes last year and said, Hey, guess what? If it's under 15 seconds, we do give it a little bit more, Mm. but that's also because that's how people were watching it. They wanted to see the quick content. But that's not to say, and I'm going to link this into last week in the podcast, I brought up that I was going to do an ask on my own Mm -hmm. TikTok of my followers in order to get something from them to show like you can show up as who you are. And I do a lot of small, um, short videos because I like doing that. If it's with my time, if it's with my energy, if we're going to be real, like it just, it works for what I'm doing. And when I do a long one, I used to do long ones when I first got on there and I know people got used to that. And then I switched and I like doing the shorter ones now, but I went in and went, you know what? I'm going to do a longer one because that's how I got into TikTok and my, the people that I want are going to find me if I go a little longer. And also if I do it correctly, because you got to come in with the ask and make sure you're engaging right away. Mm-hmm. Now, all of this, I have not said, I'm going to do a 42 second video. <laughs> as long as the thought is yeah you want it as long as you're coming in engaging and Mm -hmm. that video is one of my most engaging ones for the week i am one of those people that i usually hover um anywhere from that two to over a thousand like it just kind of you know it depends for me with the views but this is what i do with the views push them out of the way i don't think about that but if you're going to look at that you go into my tiktok account and you go to want to win a book and it's one that you look at the views and 
when I look at the views to bookmarks, but to the comments and to the likes, because the comments was where that's the money. And I've got conversations. I posted this several days ago, still happening because this video is still getting kicked out in front of the right people on my hashtags that I have a conversation going where I ask them a question about their longest relationship. That's not having to do with love or dating. Like it's about what's your longest relationship? And I explain like what mine was, which is actually my old car mechanic in LA was my longest relationship to date besides a family member. And so I've had people coming in and chiming in. Mm. And so I got the ask and I did it also without putting a time limit on myself. So just know if you show up and you are coming for the right reason, or you're trying to come and get something from your audience, but you come in there and you're engaging, you're going to get yeah. the and ROI. Right now are saying that the three minute videos are getting pushed out. Like there's all these people saying that TikTok's really favoring longer form content now. And like that, you know, all of these things. So it, it changes constantly. Like whatever, by the time you hear what's working, it's not working anymore. I think that's important to remember. It's kind of like, you know, that rule where like, if you're getting um like an inside tip on something from a barista, like, or like your taxi driver or just <laughs> yeah. person on the street, it by then it's not useful anymore. Yep. It's the same with all of the things that work on TikTok pretty much. By the time people are telling you this is the thing to do to be successful on TikTok, it's already okay. not working anymore. And so you need to be able to like play and continually test your content to see what's working for you in the moment. So like right now I do, sometimes I find recording a three minute video easier than recording a seven second one. If it's like a seven second lip sync that I want to have like a transition in, that will take longer than me just talking to my camera for three minutes about how I feel about something or something that's going on. So, but I do a massive mix of all of it. So I have longer talking ones. I have short duet ones. I have short lip sync ones and I have all of the variety there. And, um, and because of that, I can very easily see what's working. And to be honest, for me, I think what works is a mix of all of them. Yeah. You know, it comes down to, it's the mix of things. Like, honestly, you want to look at your, you're posting and just go out there and have fun with it. Don't listen to how many seconds something is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Also, the views don't matter. That like, bottom line, they just don't matter. Like that seems to be the thing that people are still focusing on. And I think that's just going to be the thing that people always want to focus on. And so Allie and I are prepared until we're blue in the face to keep reminding <laughs> all of you. The it doesn't gets me. matter. about that is that people really forget that there's actual people watching their videos on the other end with like names and faces and likes and dislikes and all of these things. And they just start looking at this meta number of how many followers, how many views. And they forget that like, if there's like even a 10th of those people who really like you, like what you write, like engaging with you, like showing up every day, then you, you're able to build a business off of that. You know what I mean? (laughs) But if you're just looking at getting a million people and it doesn't matter if any of them like what you do, then you're not going to be successful. It won't matter how many people see your video. If you can't engage with them, if you can't build a community with them, if you can't convert them into buying your books, you know, focus on the actual people who are actually showing up. And then you will get more of them. You know, that's, that's the metric you should really be looking at if you want to actually build a community. Cause like I could definitely make content that would get me 
hundreds of thousands of views constantly. Um, but it wouldn't sell a single book for me. You know what I mean? I, I, would, I could very easily like flip the like uh, TikTok switch and have lots of views and followers, but it wouldn't do anything for my business. And it's not really where I want to put my energy, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to have more readers. I want to have more people who love my books. I want to have more people feeling in community with me and getting to know me, you know? And so that's how I focus my energy and the content I make. So, you know, focus on them, focus on building your readership. Yes. Like, cause it is that the readers go out there. They're the ones that they find your book and they're posting and they're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the other part too, that Lolo had brought up too, which is a pretty fair question, you know, was talking about the going over to Instagram and trying to build an audience there, but then almost yes. having the energy. It's like, well, then I just end up on Facebook and I'm over on Twitter doing this. And mm-hmm. I think when I see anything like that, the first thing that I want to tell the author is to look at all of that social media and which one do you actually enjoy? And mm-hmm. pick that one. So if it's yeah. Instagram, just go ahead and go in on Instagram to find yeah. a new, because if you've been on Facebook for a while and you feel like it's not pushing the needle, then I'm here to say you need to quit it. You need to walk yeah. away from Facebook if it's not pushing the needle and yeah. go ahead and just try Instagram for a bit. Because the beauty of having Meta owning both of those is you can be working on your presence on Instagram and just have those posts feeding over to keep that presence on Facebook for your followers that are there that you might not be active with, but lean in then to Instagram and see what you can do there with a community. Cause I will definitely say that the readers and the bookstagram community that is just as fierce on Instagram, um, if not, yeah, it's about as, as fierce as the book talk, you know, two totally different places though, but you've got a whole group of readers there too. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not gaining for like one or two followers each time that I put a post up, but what I do do is I go in and I will target with a bunch of comp authors and I hold hands with them and we work together to go out and find mm-hmm. new readers. And then you start to work in building your own engagement. Like I don't look at a post on Instagram and go, Oh, I'm not gaining followers because I don't care about that because what that has taught me is, well, that is very, um, not forward thinking because I've had video reels that I put on Instagram that go very well. I see my book sales do really well or page reads and I've not gained that many followers, but people have found me because they found the hashtags and went and found the books. That's all that matters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a, and, and I do think that's a really good point is like, if you're feeling overwhelmed and feeling like you're not being successful on any form of social media, pick one, yeah. just one and focus all of your energy on that for a while. The one that you enjoy doing, the one that kind of brings you joy, or at least the one you can tolerate the best, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, the one that doesn't drag you down so much and um, like focus all of your energy on that. And then maybe like once a week or something, just chuck something up on the others. If you want to still have them, you can get rid of them entirely. But if you want to still have one day a presence, um, you know, so like I focus most of my energy on TikTok and then I kind of now I'm starting to put a little bit more of my energy into Instagram. And so, you know, it's kind of like, I feel like when I get one to a certain place, then I can put a little bit more into energy into the others. But it's like, I couldn't put a hundred percent into every single one that would completely burn me out. Like, and, um, and I feel like sometimes a focused effort in one place does a lot more than a scattered effort across all of them where you're just kind of not liking any of them. 
you know, hundred percent. And I think too, like that's get like harnessing one, like harnessing the power of that one that you feel comfortable with and then being able to step back. Um, and then almost like look with a helicopter view at your own Mm -hmm. social media to be able to go, okay, couldn't I tighten this up? Because I know that was when I stepped back with mine and went, okay, wait, if I make this on TikTok, I can use it on Instagram. So I've got a presence on TikTok. You turned me onto that Pinterest thing. And it's like, all of a sudden I've got three or four different social media channels that are being taken care of by me only dipping into TikTok once. So that, but that's like a next level thing that'll be coming in some of our advanced classes. I do believe when our evergreen content is up. Um, but, But yeah, I think like for Lolo, I hope that this helps you to understand that, you know, just take some of this advice that you're hearing from other places and just, you know, listen to your gut, have fun, be playful, go in. Like, what is it with that curiosity? Like just what's this post? Yeah. Playfulness, you know, like be curious, like kind of go into take on any advice dispassionately and know that none of it is true. It's just true for the people who are giving it. So it's like, hear it, listen to it, try it and see if it works. But if it doesn't know that it's not uh, you, it's probably that the advice wasn't created for the kind of content you like making. So, you know, I, I kind of always feel like, um, you know, most of the advice given isn't true. And, you know, and it's like, it only is true if it works for you. So it's like, I like to hear all of it. And I like to take it all on. But, um, you know, I'm very quick to drop anything that's not working for me, you know. And I I think that that's important is just going in with that, like playful experimentation and continuing to test and tweak and try new things until you get into a rhythm of the things you like doing and are easy to do and are getting you results at the same time. Awesome. Well, mm-hmm. Lolo, I hope you hear this and I hope that answers yes. the questions. Keep us updated. I want, I want to know how things go. So yeah. Yes, please do. But that's us. That's, that is us for this episode. Thank yes. you so much. Good we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us on the Sustainable Socials Podcast. If you'd like even more social media and marketing support, mini coaching, one-on-one coaching, and a private online community, you can join us at patreon.com slash sustainable socials. And we'll see you next time.